Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Keller, and alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena, we discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. But before anyone can step foot onto the boat, we put them into a Sweet 16-style bracket, and we argue each round until we decide a winner. And Nick, how do we like to decide who gets to step foot onto the boat? However the hell we want, Cody. Uh, do you want to tell them what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. This season, right now, we are in Group C of The Best Thing About a Barbecue or a Grill-Out. That is correct. So we are, as you mentioned, we are in Group C, meaning Group A and B already happened. So go check those out. But for a quick recap here, we have on uh, the right side of the bracket here, we have the 8C Dominating Yard Games will be going up against Bonfire, the number four seed, which barely made it out against the five seed, the meat at a barbecue. So we are now, uh, as Cody mentioned, in Group C. We'll give you these breakdowns here. As always, the way that we get these is we put in our 16 topics, and then we put them into a number, a random number generator to get our seeds. So if you don't like it, it ain't our fault. Mm-mm, we it's have bracketology, the, baby. Yeah. So we have the two seed, the house cocktail, going up against the 15 seed competition of sides. And then we have the seven seed attire versus the 10 seed feeding the family. And if you don't know why I just did that, that's because you're not a fan of the Fast and Furious franchise. And in which case, you can get the fuck out. <laughs> that's very important to me. I don't even think Cody's a fan of the Fast and Furious franchise. <laughs> no. So I'm also telling him, you can get the fuck out this podcast. I don't need you in my life. You can have every, anything you want as long as it's a corona. Best yeah, let's just cinema. It's up there for sure. I know it. So it's got to be something. Uh, I think let's just dive into the house cocktail versus competition of sides. They got like similar spirits. See what I did there? I, I do see what you did there. Yeah. So, I mean, okay. So One here's time what... I made blue juice. I called it Ric Flair's blue juice. It was a wrestling themed party, right? It was a 175 of Everclear. It was a 75 of vodka. It was um, a bunch of fruit juices and then I soaked, fruit, I chopped up fruit. I chopped up apples, strawberries, blueberries, um, raspberries. I think there's some orange. There's like any uh, fucking fruit I could find. I threw that into a five. This is all five-gallon jug, right? And then I filled it with numbers of fruit juices. And then I hit it right before people started drinking it with a, a two-liter of a club soda, like a sparkling soda. That drink ruined the party. <laughs> it was delicious. Yeah. Yeah. It was nutritious because of all the fruit in there. Yeah, I'm and sure. It, it was one and done. Yeah. So, and that's exactly what we're talking about here, folks, is that house cocktail, right? When you go to the barbecue, right, usually whoever's hosting the barbecue, whether it's you, whether it's your friends, there's there's the cocktail, right? Especially as you get older, it feels like that's more of like a thing to like show that you're an adult. It's like, look, we, we not only did we buy you alcohol, but we mixed it for you in a special way. I mean, and that's the thing, right? The house cocktail it can be devastating, right? It Depending on who that is, friend yeah. is, it can be devastating to the system. Or it can be delicious. It can be refreshing. I've had friends do like a, a strawberry raspberry mojito that you had that was just pre-done there. And, you, and then you could toss in uh, your mint and just mix that, hit it. Mm. You can also get ones that's kind of weak though. And you're like, I think you just mix Kool-Aid and rum. And I don't know why I would have calling this something special. I don't, it's not necessary. And then we have that going up against the competition of sides. Now, everyone knows when you go onto a barbecue, the way that it works is, right, 
The person who's hosting the barbecue is in charge of the meat. That is their responsibility. They are setting the tone for what's going to go down. Entree. Now, boom. Yeah. Boom. That is their responsibility, obviously. But it's then a what happens? Social contract. Yes. But then what happens is, is then you get that, you get that uh, tax group chat, whatever. If you're in a Facebook group of people, whatever, you get that like week out, two weeks out to say, hey, we're gonna be doing burgers and kielbasa. Can y'all, what's, can y'all bring sides? And what they're actually asking is, I want you all to fight for the death of who is the best friend and brought the best food. That's all it is. But then you hit that Google Doc, right? And you start putting out and you start seeing what people are going to lay out. There's always one friend who immediately is going to take chips because yeah. they know that they're like, I'm staying out of the fray. People, they don't want in. They don't want into the melee. They that's what that friend is. I'm yeah. often that friend, by the way. Right. Guys, so. It's it's people want to call them lazy. Honestly, they're just like they're just trying to be a peaceful observer. They're like, I don't need to get in this mess. Then you have that friend who, no matter what the food is, right? No matter what the person says, it could be burgers, it could be kielbasa, it could be pork shoulder, it could be a variety of things. They're always gonna bring the same damn thing because it's the one thing they learn how to make. And they're like, no, I make a great Italian pasta salad. And you're like, what? Okay, but we're having, I don't know if you saw, we're having ribs, barbecue ribs. Why would we want pasta salad? Italian pasta salad, that's the the vinegar versus the, this isn't going to work, fam. So you always have that person who's going to bring their one thing. And then there's always someone who didn't even check the goddamn list. And, and just brings the same salad, the fucking same Italian salad. Yeah, brings the same, now you got two things of potato salad. Like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't look. And you're like, you son of a bitch. We've had the list up. And so then, you know, once you get to the party, there they are. Every side is laid out perfectly. And now you get to do your own little uh, investigation. Judging. You got to judge. Yeah. Hard. Hard. And you and you this is the one time where you do not take any of your friendships into account. You don't care if it's your best friend who made something or the stranger. This is about who brought you the best dish and then getting to talk about it the rest of the evening. Yes. You don't shit on your friends who brought the bad dish, by the way. This is this is uh, you, you talk the pot. You talk up. You talk up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it is, but it, it is a competition. Bringing sides to a barbecue is a competition in and of itself, and you need to know that, and you need to be prepared for that. This is not the time to try out a new side dish, okay? Get a favorite. Get, <laughs> you get got a, to have a favorite, but it's got to make sense. Not that Italian salad. Right. I, get a couple. You need three. I do green bean casserole a lot. Well, yeah, but and that's but that's for a hot one, right? That's for your mm-hmm. that's gonna work. That's gonna work when we're doing, you know, a bigger kind of thanks Friendsgiving style, right? But you can't yes. bring you can't bring. This would be a situation where Cody's bringing green bean casserole to the fucking summer barbecue, and we're all like, this is so heavy, right? Summer barbecue, you got to go light. I actually, I'm sorry, the pasta salad actually does make sense in the context of a summer barbecue, so apologies. I know a lot of you are like, I would a pasta salad's fine. You're right. I'm wrong. But what I would say is mix up your pasta salads a little bit too. If you're going to do a pasta salad, there are some incredible taco pasta salads. Hint, the secret is French dressing. I got to have it. But okay, so what's better though? Would you yes, rather have the house cocktail or would you rather have, I guess the spirit of the competition of sides, but it's an unspoken social contract that we're all oh, part of. Yes, no one is here. The old, Like I said, a winner is crowned. But we all don't actively mention that this was a competition, but it was. And but we all just casually be like, hey, did you um did you try oh. that elote casserole? And people are like, 
no, I missed it. Dude, go check it out. Like you always, there's always, you find out something or it, it'll be like, do you have those, uh, it was the ham, uh, pickle roll-ups. Yeah. I kind of skipped them. I had them before. No, 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 no. They, you, they, uh, they grabbed this mustard. Oh dude, you got to go try that. Right. So that's how you know who the winner is. So I agree with you. We've laid them out. We've bared them out. Now, which one is the best? Now here's my thing. The house cocktail, it feels like can just go in so many directions. Like you said, you can have an asshole like you who makes woo juice, and now we're all dead. Now we're not. Even, now the party's over before we got started. Because yep. someone was like, "This will be funny." It wasn't funny, Cody. It was fucked I up. I learned my lesson. I've never done that since, by the way. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm reformed. Right. I mean, you were a younger man, right? We're you know we're getting up there in age. We now know. But here's the other thing too about the house cocktail: a, it's gonna run out. It's not a, meant to be a consistent thing. So it's gonna go, and then eventually too, you're just gonna end up drinking beers. Drinking beers, drinking seltzers, drinking whatever. And it's not necessary. There is no necessity of the house cocktail. But you yeah. need the sides at a barbecue. You need them. Yeah. I have to agree here. I'm thinking, you know, while I love – when it's good, it is good. But the competition of sides will always be there, and it's always important. Yes. To the, I, to I think the we got to put the competition of sides moving into the next round. I'm agreeing with you on this one here. We're going to move that competition of sides up into the Elite Eight round, where it's going to go up against the seventh seed attire – Versus the 10 seed feeding the family. So here, here's what I'm talking about for attire. The thing about a summer barbecue is that you can wear whatever the fuck you want. Apparently, I got there are- this. Dude, uh, my summer aesthetic, as everyone who knows me that listens to this knows, is beach uncle. I rock beach uncle. I got the <laughs> flip-flops. I got the shorts. I got the weird Hawaiian shirts with a tank top underneath. I got the curly mustache. I got the long hair down like past my chest i'm beach uncle baby come on down yeah and then you you got people who are rocking just like you're normal you got you know your shorts you got a t-shirt on that's fine too you got someone who's wearing a goddamn seersucker suit because it's summertime and they want to look fancy and you know what all are welcome yeah crack there is no cold one boy you're gonna be hot as hell in that suit it's up to you though but man it's my seersucker suit and i never get to wear it i see you sweating here and toss him a beer Toss some beer. It's fine. You get at, at a good, there should never be a dress code for the barbecue, right? You're always going to have someone like Cody who's already in swim trunks and you're like, I don't even think there's a pool at this party. Doesn't matter. But just in case shit breaks out. Now you got someone who's like, in case it needs to get wet, I'm ready to get wet. I'm ready to get wet. Yeah. Also, I, I, I started wet. And we, if here's the deal. If you're at one of my barbecues, if you're at my house for a barbecue, we followed all of garden rules, baby. When you're here, you are family. That's a family I'm talking about feeding. Yes. And that's what we're talking about here. So when we're talking about feeding the family, this is just – this is specific to being the person hosting the barbecue. There is a moment in every barbecue, if you've had the opportunity to host your own barbecue, because you you eat last, right? That's the, the – you've already been tasting food all day, so you're not really that hungry, but you will eat last, and you will watch as everyone you love, all the people in your life, whether whether it's your your biological family or the family you have found through your days, and they're all sitting around, chatting, eating, clinking Coronas, and in that moment, you are Vin Diesel, you are Dominic Toretto, and then you sit down, and everyone's like, "Hey, great barbecue, Dom. Thanks for the food." And that moment is pure, and it is beautiful. And you, I mean, I will say it's you can only have it if you host it. But that is why 
there's always that friend. When you wonder why, why do we always go to Andy's? Why is it just because he has the best backyard? No, it's not just because of that. It's because he wants that. Because that feeling, that's that's heroin, baby. That's that is karmically on the other side of heroin. It's the best feeling you can get, and I love it. Thank you. That was, that was beautiful, man. <laughs> Damn. I'm going to move on feeding the family to the next round. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. <laughs> like, why would I do to follow that? I wear shorts, yo. But <laughs> I like wearing shorts to parties, man. It's pretty cool. <laughs> All right, so here we are in the Elite Eight. We have the competition of sides, the 15 seed, going up against feeding the family. This is... Well, it's, it's polar opposites of it, right? It's polar opposites. You're but one only in, one person gets the feeling, though. This is true, yeah, because you either win the competition of sides or you fed the family, right? Yes. And so, yeah, you're right. It is exactly – I mean, it's it's Sam, but it's the polar opposites of each other, too. Yeah, dude. This is fucking buck wild. And I can't imagine – the feeding the family feeling has got to be some sort of, like, I am the provider. Like, you are looking down over these people. Not yeah. in a mean way, but, like – I care for you. I love you. You're eating my heart. Yeah, I want you. There's no loss. There's no loss from the competition besides. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You you don't. Yeah. You don't suffer defeat. I would say with feeding the family, the hardest part about that is, and while that that one moment is pure, and like I said, there there is nothing better in the world than that one moment. That's why every Fast and the Furious movie ends on it because it is perfect. But the problem is, is that's one moment. We're not even – you're not talking about all the stuff beforehand where you found out, like, ah, Ricky got too drunk and fucking punched the fence, so now we've got a hole in the fence. You're like, well, god damn it. Why – who invited him? And so now you're de- – so earlier before that moment, you got to go deal with fucking drunk Ricky punching fences. You got to decide whether or not you can just cool him down and put him in front of a NASCAR race or something. You got you got kids running around screaming, running right in front of the grill, and you're like, motherfucker, you are about to get domed. You're about to get a burger patty on your face. And now you're going to be called Burger Face the rest of your life. Yeah, like, and all the work, too. You've got to, like, your patty and your own burgers. You're getting that smoker out. When Andy does pull pork, he's up there in the morning. I don't know what time, but I know it's earlier than I am. Yeah. Uh, and, and then there's the day beforehand, too, where you're cleaning everything. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think we all got a little upset at our parents for being when you when guests were going to come over and you had to deep clean like you were about to go through a military inspection. But now as an adult person, I get that a little bit. You're like, yeah, I don't want people to think I'm a fucking slob. So that whole day, if you're if the barbecue is on Sunday, Saturday, you're just burning Saturday cleaning to then get to the barbecue on Sunday to get to the one moment where everything is perfect. Competition hey. sides, on the other hand, all I you can whip, I can whip up a potato salad in an hour. Yeah, you went Easy. to you went to you went to your high V, your cub, your grocery store, whatever your grocery store is called. You went there about eh, three hours before the barbecue. You you grabbed your ingredients, you whipped it up, you brought it, and now you've entered in in a competition where you and sometimes too, some people are barely entering in. Some people are are, some no, are just bringing. They know that in order to punch your ticket to compete or to participate in judging, you gotta bring something. Yes, but you knew, you knew. When you brought that that mac and cheese dish, you knew it wasn't that good. That's me you too. Suck. Every time, by the way, that folks, and that's an okay person to be. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's why. Hey, if you, instead of doing that, don't hurt yourself. Fruit salads are always good, 
and you can you can mix up a, a ton of different fruit salads. Those are always easy. Chips are always great. Even even being plates guy. I think actually me what? and Catherine once won a competition with a fruit salad. We brought it was like fresh pineapple, fresh fruit. We chopped it up and we made a homemade mint simple syrup and tossed the whole thing in that with like fresh mint. See, there you go. That shit and, fucked up, and that took 20 minutes. Team. So there. So once again, people, there's ways to do this. So, ha oh man, this is tough, right? I mean, I. But that I have, feeling, Nick. That, that feeling. That moment not, when the world slows down and you take a sip of your Corona, because you can have anything you want, as long. as long as it's Corona. And you take a sip of that and you look around, and you see everyone happy and full. I've never had that, so I don't know what it's like. But I imagine it's really cool. I've done it. No, and it's perfect. I mean, that's why, like I said, that's why every Fast and Furious ends on it because it's beautiful. Uh, I gotta be. I, here's the thing, though. I have to be honest, though, that while that moment is is beautiful and wonderful, it's because of everything that has to get to it. I gotta be honest. I think I'm feeling. I like the competition aside. I disagree. I also, because I, I also love eating all the sides. That's a part of the competition of sides is getting to judge the competition of sides. And you are just downing all the best. You get you got your little spoonful of everything and you're just fucking stuff up. No, and I no. love the like I said, I love the suggestion where if maybe you miss something, someone's like, yo, you gotta hit that up. I and I and also too, con- considering I don't usually always have these moments of being able to feed the family. I, uh, knowing that I can enter in the competition at all times, love it. And I, you know what? And you pull out a W every now and again, feels good. No, so, here's no. the deal. I've never had the, the, the experience of feeding the family, right? Conceptual, right. I've conceptualized, I thought about it, sounds fun. But now, in the course of this past 20 minutes of us discussing it, that's all I want now, ever. <laughs> I can't abide I, my life not having this moment. I mean, the beauty is, you know, I need I mean, to have this moment. <laughs> Shut up. Then have it. Take advantage of it, Cody. It, you now have like, the space. It feels like all the work you put in just amplifies this. It turns this this little fucking moment into a whole day's worth of experiences, man. So it amplifies everything you did leading up to it. It makes it and, all worth it, right? It makes it all I mean, worth that's it. what you're saying. It makes yeah. every every worst moment that happened at the barbecue, right? So you ran out of ice, so now you got to have someone go run and get ice. You got all these things happening. Everything is great because in that one moment – but now here's the thing though. Here's the one thing I'll say is that when you feed the family – and this – to make sure you have this moment, don't let people just eat willy-nilly. Set it up so that way everyone gets their food all at the same time, that even if they aren't at a long table, which is the preferred way to do it, even if they can't all be at a long table, that you do have a moment where they're all eating at the same time. Because if it's like, hey, when people show up and they can just grab and go, you're not going to get this feeling. Mm-mm. So make sure that you set it up because you deserve this feeling. If you hosted a barbecue, you deserve this moment. But I gotta be honest, with you man, I I'm a bigger fan of the competition of sides. That's no. where I that's where right, I'm going. All right, all right. Well, let's do what we always do then. Let's turn to the tiebreaker, the American voting coin of 2004, as brought to us by Random.org. That is correct. And so the way that we do this to break our ties is that the lowest seed gets to pick. You're either going John Kerry or George Bush. I am the low seed at the competition of sides being the 15 seed here. And I got to be honest here. I'm showing John Kerry. I'm going to pick George Bush, man. I Mike Birbiglia has a great bit about George Bush at a barbecue or kind of around that idea. And I'm like, yeah, he wasn't a great president. He's a war criminal. But I bet he's got some fun stories to share at the at the barbecue that I want to hear. Oh, man, he probably, like, if you get him a little drunk, 
I'm sure he'll spill all the Area 51 secrets too. Oh, I'm sure. And, hey, Whereas John Kerry's just going to be kind of a kind of a pretty boring at the old yeah, barbecue. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I get you. I get all right, you. here we are flipping now. John Kerry up. Uh, so I lost. Hell yeah. Feeding the family. Feeding the family. Feeding the family. Moving into that final four round. Well, there you have it, folks. That is it for friendly competition. Thank you all so much for taking the time to listen to this. We really do appreciate it. And if you want to help us out, we are obviously, you know, just getting started, a little small operation here. So if you want to help us out, the things you could do is follow us when you go to subscribe, subscribe to us on your preferred podcast platform. That way these are jumping into your feed. That would be super great. And then if you're going to be on iTunes though, and you hit subscribe, go back and give us that review. When you give us a review, please give us those five stars. Uh, helps out with all the algorithms. But then also, too, if you want to give us a review, that also helps. So give us your top four, whatever it is, final four that you want us to do. It could be of anything. Top four sides at the barbecue. We will then do that as a bonus episode that will drop in the feed. Absolutely. And while you're on the Internet, send an email to all of your friends telling them about us. Send them your, your favorite episode. That'd be great. Also, Follow us on all of our social medias. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Just look up at Friendly Comp Pod. If you have an idea for an entire season, if you want to dig deep and figure out six teams sides at a barbecue and put them into a bracket for us, we will argue about that. What's the best barbecue side? Great idea. Email that to us at FriendlyCompetitionPodcast at gmail.com. If it's good enough, we'll give you a shout out and we'll do a whole season based on your idea. And as always, shout-outs to Charizard for the intro and outro music. If you want to listen to more of their stuff, head on over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard, and replace the vowels with sixes. But that is it for us, folks. Group D going to drop on Wednesday. But until then, I've been Nick Keller. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat.